Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. How selfish should you be in business? Now, I believe the answer is not what most people think. Much advice you see out there is often one-sided or extreme. My answer is not going to be one-sided or extreme, but it is a bit of a rant. So in reality, how selfish you should be in business depends where you're at in your journey. So when Bill Gates was in his 20s, he was certainly more self-centered and focused than he is now because he wanted to be a millionaire, because he had, his, he had his own personal goals and objectives. And when you're younger, you probably are a little bit more self-centered, and that's okay, because that's the stage of business and life that you're at. Then, of course, he grew Microsoft, so at first his, his motives would have been selfish towards his own goals. I want to become a millionaire. And then, of course, I want to build a big, great company. Now, you get to a point in business and entrepreneurship when you want to build a great company, where a switch flicks, where you understand if you're just selfish, you will not grow anymore. And you have to focus on value and service and contribution and fair exchange. And I would say that happened to me, I don't know, anywhere between six and 24 months into my business journey. It's not like one day you wake up and you go, oh, I was selfish and now I need to be selfless. In fact, there's often a journey and that can take some people weeks and months and that can take other people months and years. And then, of course, in the later years of his life, Bill Gates is now a significant philanthropist where you would say his motives are much more selfless. So if you're already winning at life and you're already making loads of money, but you are unfulfilled, that's because you're not giving enough. Because the secret to living is giving. I think it was Tony Robbins who said that. The secret to living is giving. But you cannot give what you do not have. So if you are successful already, you're making decent money, it looks on the outside to everyone else, it looks like on social media that you're living the dream, but you're actually living a bit of a nightmare. I would say focus on going out there and giving a lot more. Be selfless. Give your time. Give your mentorship. Give your help and support you know, give um, to charities, set up your own foundation. I set up my foundation, I think I was age 38, although it took about two years to get the legals done. So I figured out in my probably early 30s that there was more in me than just meeting my own goals. And that's when it happened to me. Now, on the other side of the extreme, if you're in mega debt, you've not got any kind of like work-life balance, your relationships are a bit screwed up and you're empty then you are allowed to be selfish. They say charity starts at home. Don't give everything you've got away and have nothing left for you. So to start then, it's quite selfish to get out of debt because you've got to focus on your bank account, your lack of money paying off your creditors, and you're allowed to be a bit selfish to get things going. You're allowed to have a selfish goal, get out of debt. 
make five grand a month, make 10 grand a month, make 20 grand a month, sort my shit out, sort my family's shit out. Uh, and that's okay. But there does come a point where no one actually really cares if you are a millionaire or you want to be a millionaire or you want to be a billionaire. They care about how you can help them. But the thing is, the best way to help others is to help yourself too. If you want to create worth to the world, you need to have inner strong self-worth first. You know, you cannot give from an empty cup. And often the best way to help others is to help yourself too. So you want to be a good mum if you're a mum and you're raising children. Well, why don't you have good self-worth, be a good entrepreneur, take care of yourself, your fitness, your well-being and your wealth and your relationships, and you can actually be a great mum. And so many mums out there, especially mums in business, they're giving so much to everyone else that they're empty themselves. It doesn't make them the best parent that they can be because they're on edge, they're stressed, and they're empty, and you cannot give what you do not have. So you will resent others if your self-care is low and you're not to a certain degree selfish. You will resent your clients and your followers if you're giving so much, but you're not getting fair exchange in the form of gratitude, in the form of revenue, income, sales, and profit. So too selfless, you'll, you'll become from a place of emptiness. Your self-worth will go down. There'll be bitterness, resentment, envy, frustration, and anger to the world. Therefore, you'll push your clients away and you'll be in this vicious cycle. But of course, too much the other extreme, too selfish, selling and under-delivering, non-fair exchange, just a, a focus on you and your money and not on value and service and contribution. And the world will start to reject you. It will fight you. It will resist you. It will critic you. There will be service complaints. There will be refund requests if you are too selfish. No one cares if you want to be a billionaire, unless you being a billionaire changes the world and helps them and has a philanthropic cause and does great for people. And the product and service, whilst it does have fees and profit margin to you, has service and gratitude and caring built within it, which I'll cover in a moment. So really, people want to know what's in it for them. So if you make your vision and mission both selfish and selfless, i.e. I want to change the world by and hear how it's, here's how it helps you, then you win because the value and service that you create creates a full cup of you. You feel in a state of gratitude. There, I, therefore, you're able to give from a more full space and the world wins because they get really good value and then you get recommendations, referrals, etc. You do business with passion and enthusiasm and happiness and gratitude. So the secret to living is giving. And therefore, the secret to business is value and what you give the world. But if you don't charge for it and you're giving all your time for free, saying, Rob, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving. I'm doing all these free consultancies. I'm answering everyone's WhatsApp. I'm answering everyone's Facebook messages. I'm replying to all these emails. You're giving from an empty place. So I believe it's really important to have rules. Give, but not at the expense of you. So what I do is I compartmentalize my diary. And I would say two to three hours a day, I ring fence for contribution and value in the form of 15-minute calls, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube videos and live streams, replying to private messages, doing posts on social media, help and support of other people at which I never ask for any fees. And I feel good about that. That's a lot of time for a busy guy. 
And when I lay my head on the pillow, there is nothing that anyone could ever say to me before I go to bed to say, Rob, you're not giving. Rob, you're really... If, if someone says to me, Rob, in business, you're selfish, I just refute that. I, I just, I, I've just got too much confidence in the time that I give to help people to even believe that because my self-worth in that area, I have increased. But I also spend a good couple of hours at least a day on income generating tasks, on key result areas, on product launches, on creating new products and services, on the financial targets and metrics and KPIs of our business, of our financial growth, of working our, uh, increasing our turnover, increasing our net profit margin and focusing on the numbers and the revenue and the business as well. So I feel great for giving and I also feel great that I'm meeting my own needs. I'm giving, but not at the expense of me. Now, I've tried either extreme, by the way, accidentally in years gone by. I've either been so hustled on the business and the money and the growth. that I've just got a little bit mono, uh, monomaniacally focused on that and a bit myopic in that I forgot to stop and breathe and just help people along the way. And it's not that I was being selfish. It was just I was too focused on the mission. And in the end, people start saying, you get the feedback. The world will give you the feedback that you need. Oh, Rob works too hard. He's just focused on the money. A lot of people say to me, who've been following me for a while, Rob, when I first, you know, um, followed your work, got your books, you know, I used to think you were all about the money. And now I realize there's much more to you than that. And so that feedback shows where I've changed my focus and attention. And then I've had times where I've spent five hours a day helping people and I get to the end of the day and I don't get my own needs met. And it's not their fault because I manage my own time. But in the end, I start to resent all this free work I'm doing and you don't want to get to that place. So you've got to find a nice equal balance to you. What's the optimum time for giving on contribution and charity and philanthropy and help and support? Because if you do that all day, every day, in the end, it will drain you and you've got to maintain your living expenses so that you can actually subsidize that free stuff. Part of the reason I can do free calls and I can give free content away is because I can subsidize it because I have multiple streams of income from being you know, business and money focused. And there is an ideal balance. So the actual answer to the first question, which got you tuning into this video, which is how selfish should you be in business? It is you should be equally balanced between selfish and selfless and probably a little bit more selfish in the start of your journey to fill your own cup and a little bit more selfless later on in your journey when you've been successful to share your full cup with others. I would say that is the ideal balance. So have some time for contribution, some time for giving, some time for service, some time for numbers, some time for revenue, some time for profit, some time for spending and enjoying your money uh, and investing in yourself. Uh, and so that's my formula. My formula is to compartmentalize my diary, two to three hours contribution, two to three hours key result areas, key um, income generating tasks, uh, and in, you know my overall mission and vision targets. I try and do that a good four to five times a week. I try and help people in a time that suits me. Because if I'm giving value two or three hours a day, but I'm doing it, um, where the world is imposing their time upon me instead of me having control, again, I can start to get a bit frustrated, resentful, feel a bit busy and rushed. And I think I'm doing all this for free. So what I do is, for example, I went up to Anfield yesterday to watch the game, Liverpool Man U. Um, and my driver took me and it's three hours there and three hours back. So I did 14 calls, uh, all free, all to help people, two existing clients, 12, just people who needed my help and support or who'd done a book review or you know, given me a bit of fair exchange. 
I was totally grateful and happy to do that. Otherwise, I probably would have just been sat in the cardboard anyway. And then it works for me and then it works for them. And then I'm centered and I'm present. And therefore, I can give the very best service that I can. And because I've done 14 calls in the car that otherwise would have been dead time, I can take that 14 times 15 or 20 minutes and I can put that back into my working day into income generating tasks and key result areas and stuff that is maybe a little bit more selfishly focused. Now, by the way, when you create a great company and you create great value and service, your selfish is also your selfless because selfish in making your wealth solid, vast, uh, and your company significant, important, uh, and increased in revenue and scale. When you do that, that also serves your clients. It serves the world. Because if you making profit is linked to serving the world and good value and customer care and support and fair exchange, then when you win, they win. So the secret is maybe when you're being selfish, it also helps the world too. So it's selfish and selfless simultaneously. Now, one of my mentors, Dr. John Martini, he taught me um, a little law he believes in called the law of lesser pissers. Which is, if you have the choice between pissing yourself off, off or pissing someone else off, you should piss someone else off every time. Now, don't go and intentionally do that, of course. Disclaimer, caveat. But resenting yourself is probably far more damaging than you than having a bit of a conflict with an individual. So make sure you sort your diary out. You compartmentalize it. You get the self-care in, the key life areas in, and you get some areas of Pure selfishness for ladies, a pamper, a spa, a, a trip, uh, you know, and a night out with the girls or whatever. Gents, maybe, you know, hitting the gym, ladies hitting the gym and your fitness uh, and health and well-being. Gents, you know, going out with your friends and having a, a friendship circle or that hobby or that sport. I used to do a lot of martial arts. Stopped it as soon as I started business. Kind of resent business a bit for that. Because, you know, I'd, I'd be a significantly better martial artist now if I'd been doing it for the last 15 years. And I used to love it. And so you don't want to resent the things that are actually gifts to you because they um, push away the things that are important to you. You cannot give from an empty cup. Fill your cup. You have more to give. Now, in terms of what is selfish and selfless, it's not just what you do. It's your mindset, i.e. how grateful do you feel doing what you're doing? If you don't feel grateful helping your clients and putting out value on social media and doing good work and care and support and service, what's the point in doing it? You, want, you need to be in a state of gratitude for the recipient to get the most out of it. But it's also um, selfish and selfless is an emotion. So if you keep getting emotionally triggered and angry and frustrated at people, you know, who are encroaching upon your time and you're letting them encroach upon your time and you're letting them give you their emergencies and their demands on you in their time, not your time, you're going to be emotionally resentful and angry and frustrated and bitter. And therefore, you're going to push that out on the world, which is why that compartmentalization and isolation of time and the priority of time is vital. So business needs a balance of selfish and selfless. Humanity needs a balance of selfish and selfless. If every human being was 100% selfish, we'd all kill each other. If every be human being was 100% selfless, we'd all be like lemmings, just walking off the cliff uh, for the sake of other people. So we need to be both selfish and selfless for the balance of selfish and selfless. The balance of support and challenge is the optimum balance for human growth and evolution, for your own growth and evolution. So the perfect fair exchange environment, your profit versus value and contribution and service to the world is on the, the border of selfish and selfless.
So usually if people say always or never, or the only one thing, or this is wrong, and this is right, and this is the only way, I believe usually they're one-sided and therefore it's imbalanced. So to answer the question one more time, the optimum selfish, selfless balance is equal. Uh, it's either simultaneously, great product, great service, great profit margin, or it's separately, two hours a day selfless, two hours a day selfish, then you will feel grateful and growing and giving and contributing and then your self-worth will increase but you also feel like you're meeting your own needs and making more money and taking over the world and disrupting uh, and you'll have those perfectly balanced states. So I hope you found this useful. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.